Where's the manager? Walzer Automotive presents Car Selling Secrets. Welcome to episode 70? Is that right? Uh, or 71. 71, 71, 71 of yeah. Walzer Automotive Group's Car Selling Secrets. Special guest in studio with us today. Moon. And? Grant. And Andy Rampernard. And last but certainly not least, my good friend. Tommy. Who's buying me pizza after the show. We'll be right back after this exciting announcement from one of our sponsors. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? Well, the latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. <laughs> God. Oh, your mother. Three three messages. 625 arrival. I'm headed to PBI now in case you care. Oh, boy. Uh, wow, it's good. Here she comes. In case you care? <laughs> Apparently, uh, she doesn't think I care when she's coming home. That's a trap. You know how you. How Why you don't you answer my texts? What texts? Turtle dove. Oh, boy. Doesn't I, well, she know you're to, working? Yeah. Only like you know, twelve hours a day. I know. Turtle. All right, you guys talk about yourselves. I had a texter back. The reason I brought you two guys in here is so I I'm just going to put anything. two letters. F you, right. and that'll be the. Anyway. <laughs> that'll be the. I'll, no, I'll, I'll text her. Anyway Which home. one's the middle finger emoji? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they got one on there. I would not be surprised if they did eventually. You know, today's kind of a special day because uh, Grant, who used to work with me on the afternoon show at KS ninety five, gets to meet Tom. He's been listening to Tom his entire life. Yep. He's uh, only 25 years old. He's 36. 36. Hey, yeah. Well, and he's 34. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then his parents also listen to your show and still do, I love by the his way. Family. I want you to know that. Yeah. And so, they have a job because of your family. <laughs> at one point in time, Grant said, uh, you know, have you ever met Tom Bernard? I said, yeah, several times. And, and uh, he said, God, you know, what's he like? And I said, dude, let's just go meet him and be on the podcast in a few weeks. Come on down, and that was the day your your brother passed. Right, and then uh, we had a conversation that night, and uh, you know, I, I just I, it's still got to hurt. I know it's a bitch. I, I, I tell you honestly, it it just every morning when I wake up, I went, God, he's dead. I cannot believe, and I'll never. I didn't get to see him because he found out in April he was going to die, but he didn't tell anybody. Yeah. So all of a sudden, I just got a call. You know, after I left. When I do the morning show here, then I go home for about an hour, hour and a half, then I come back and do the show here. And the second I walked out that door, the, the, I got a call from my brother Tony. He said that Troy's in the hospital and he's going to die. And I said, what the hell are you talking about? Because I hadn't seen him because of COVID in almost a year. Uh, yeah, I think uh, it was my wedding. It was the last time I saw him. My last time I saw him, I think it was in January. Yeah, so it was almost a year since I had seen him, but... 
Yeah, so I got that call, and then I, you know, and they said he's going to die today. I'm like, what are you talking about? So I want to go see him. They said you can't come because of COVID. COVID, you yeah. can't come. So I never saw him again. Like, what nah. are you going to do? Give him COVID? Yeah, he's going to die worst, anyway. What's the, the worst thing that's going to happen at that exactly. point? He's dying anyway. What the hell? The, but yeah, he was cremated, so I just, I'll never see him again. It's going to be really weird. Isn't it weird in life how you get that one call you'll never forget? Oh, I'll never forget that call. I, I remember I've had a lot of calls. Uh, over the years, but when I was down in Houston, Texas, I was having lunch. Beautiful day. It was great food, great service, enjoying everything. It's wonderful. All of a sudden, the phone rings. It's my son in California. And uh, I'm thinking, oh, my God, how much does he want? Or <laughs> is, is he okay? You get those calls, too, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> as, as, a, as a dad, you do. You and do, yeah. uh, I'm wondering, you know, is everything okay? And um I got a great kid out in L.A., smart, and he's Well, if he great. lives in L.A., he's not that smart. <laughs> <laughs> no, sure. that way. Yeah, great dad and all that stuff. But anyway, this phone call comes in, and he says, uh, Hey, Dad, do you remember a few months ago when I went to Las Vegas? I say, yeah. He goes, I got married. I'm like, well, why didn't you tell me? Yeah, no, nah, they don't right? want to do that. And he said, well, you know, my wife is in a very staunch um, uh, Catholic family. And it's the only daughter. Right. And they wanted to have a big ceremony around their only daughter's wedding. And so they were really angry. And uh, I didn't want you to be angry as well. That's why I didn't tell you. Oh, because they ran off and got married. So they ran off and got married. I go, yeah, okay, well, congratulations. I'll send you a gift or whatever. And plus, I didn't have to pay for a rehearsal dinner. That was awesome. (laughs) Works. Absolutely. uh, (laughs) (laughs) And then he comes on, he says, Oh, and by the way, you're going to be a grandfather. Oh, so that's why. That's why you went to Vegas. Exactly. Okay. And and I said, Well, when? He goes, We're in the delivery room right now. (laughs) Holy (laughs) Hannah. So I got my son was married. I was going to be a grandpa, and it's happening right now in one phone call. Does your son know that long-distance calls are now free (laughs) in those carriers? It's not like the old days. Yeah, it's now we text and, uh, you know, use social media and stuff. Oh, God. He called into the last show on the air, and that was amazing. You guys spent a little moment on the air together. Oh, your son called in? Yeah. We had not talked in two and a half years. Why? Um, You know, after his divorce... Um, Wait, a minute, is this the same guy that just got married? Yeah, he's now divorced. <laughs> oh, so he's got. I'm sorry. He, I'm not am I related to him? <laughs> Sounds like my family. <laughs> yeah, he, he had three three kids in two years and got divorced. No, uh, but uh, oh, God. You know, we get along, you know, great now. But we had about two and a half years, and I think in family relationships you've got differences, and sometimes you know it becomes bigger than it needs to i yeah, mean oh, politics yeah, can get involved two of them you know sports can get involved you got packers vikings fans in the same house that can't talk to each other it's just unbelievable isn't it yeah, yeah. there i have i have a brother and a sister that don't talk to me really cuz i because of this the radio show Wow. I don't know what the they hell that's all They hate Foghead, or what's the problem? Yes. <laughs> if you ever play Foghead again, I'm never... i got to tell you a quick story about... I don't own. want a slow ride, and I refuse to take it easy. <laughs> Your son getting divorced. So my brother, Tony, who's the second youngest, Troy was the youngest, then Tony, second youngest, and so he gets divorced for the third time. Right. Okay? He gets divorced for the third time, <laughs> and my mother calls all the boys, Terry, Tom, Todd, Tony, and Troy. Wow. Five brothers, right? Mm-hmm. Calls all the boys together. When he gets here, when Tony gets here, I want you to be nice to him. I know how you guys are. Don't ridicule him and don't make fun of him. He feels bad enough. 
I want you to support your brother. Yes, dear. Yes, mom. Whatever. <laughs> so we're sitting there, and Troy, the one who just died a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago now already, I'm like, there's no way he's letting this go. No. He's one of the funniest human beings I ever met in my life. God, he was funny. So we're just sitting there. We go, don't worry about it, Mom. We'll treat him with kid gloves. It'll be phenomenal. You know, three divorces, whatever it is, all the rest. The door opens, and there's Tony. And Troy turns around and goes, oh, look, it's Liz Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> Didn't she get divorced like eight times or something? Yeah, I think. <laughs> it was like she and Larry King each been divorced like eight <laughs> times. Oh man! Uh, yeah, yeah. She, got, uh, she got married eight times, but two of them was to the same guy. Oh, Richard Burton. Oh. Yep. Yeah, she married Richard Burton twice, mm-hmm. so she has been divorced eight times. <laughs> didn't uh, she? Uh, yeah. Didn't she marry the guy that was working on her house or something yeah. like that too? <laughs> exactly. Oh wait, one of them, the guy died. Oh, one of them so died. She was divorced oh. seven times. Only seven times. Widowed once. So that's not that bad. So she got away with it one she time. Did. <laughs> My brother told well, me it was a one-year-long marriage when he died. So oh, what? The guy who died, Mike Todd, they got married nine, or 57, he died 58. Hmm. Well, mm. Mike Todd has been dead since 1958. Why, well, yes, he has. He's a big producer. Mike Todd, don't you mean Avram Goldbogen? Yes. I, I do know. Avram Goldbogen is his real name. Mike Todd, yeah. really? Transformation right there. <laughs> a little transformation. <laughs> a lot of times. A lot of times, uh, dying is an easier way to get out of a marriage. That's That's absolutely true. So, Grant, where did did you grow up? I grew up out in Mound. Um, Oh, did you? We had family owned a golf course for a long time, Lakeview Golf Course out there. Oh, yeah, I love that golf course. So that's where I grew up, actually. You know, when I was a young kid, my dad had me out there mowing greens to crack a morning. Have I seen you there before? Yeah. I knew it. I knew I had met you before. One time, my father was down there with me, and we got to meet you one time. So Uh, I Was he he drunk laying on his back in the sand? Trap on the fourth. <laughs> we tried to get out of the trap. No, when I saw when you came in, I went. I've met him before. Yeah, no, it was that's it was cool. a long time ago, but um, yeah, yeah. So that's where you know in, in our household, we never turned the news on in the morning. Every household radio was going on, and that's how I got into radio. For a long time, I ran really? that business, and unfortunately, we had to get out of it. Uh, well, about 2013, we sold. The golf courses. Yeah, but that land was probably pretty valuable, so, you know. Got my parents in a good spot, yeah. (laughs) Um, There you go. So, yeah, went to get into radio, and now I'm here. I worked with Moon for a few years. I'm still at Hubbard over there doing great. So what are you doing for Hubbard now? I work work with MyTalk, KS95, and with Score North. I'm a producer for all of them, so I'm basically the fill-in. Whenever someone's out, I get to jump in. So I'll do the morning shows, all their different shows. Hard-working kid. That's how it should be. Yeah. What's the name of the woman that works at KS95's morning show? Des. Des. What a nice person she yeah, is. Yeah, she's awesome. I ran into her a couple of times, and she was very, very pleasant. See, that's the whole thing. That's the thing that pisses me off about this whole political climate. We are direct competitors. We take money out of each other's pockets whenever we get good ratings. But we can all get along, but you pricks can't. Right. What is that? I don't understand, because I... I there's only there are only two guys are both friends of Moon's that I can't stand, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> I just start laughing. It's because you guys are all socialists. I mean, you give the product away for free. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Socialism, it's completely yeah, un-American. So, <laughs> no get out of my that, country, you radio people. So that's that's cool. I I just actually Jenny Hubbard said a very funny thing. I was inducted into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> she was there. And I said, you know, i got to be honest with you that, uh, you know, Jenny Hubbard's here, Hubbard Broadcasting, KSTP. Uh, I want you to know that uh, I've known uh, Jenny Hubbard 
since she was a little tiny kid. As a matter of fact, she once wanted me to get wanted to fire me when I, she was nine years old, <laughs> which is true because I worked at KSTPA and back. Yeah, when she was nine years old, she goes, "I was two. <laughs> <laughs> a two-year-old wanted to fire me, but uh, hey, Mo, you know, John Hines was here last week, and I forgot oh, to tell I love you, him. don't mention that the governor had a moon day in front of Tom. Oh. <laughs> Oh no! Heinz has had two. <laughs> you had how many of you had? Just one. You had the one moon day. Yeah, I had a moon day down in Texas too. Well, so you've had two. I've had two moon days. <laughs> moon days, but I've had asshole days. I was yeah. going to say there's probably been a few other ones for <laughs> yeah, you. Exactly. Unfortunately, a few other ones for me. Not uh, you know. Yeah, that's not in the cards for me. I don't think it's. Let's make it happen. I remember nah, when I first moved up here. <laughs> When I first moved up here, Stacy and I were trying to get to know the audience and get to know the city because right. I'd never even been here before. Uh, and there was a big thing at the Minneapolis Convention Center, and uh, we had people uh, approach our booth. The way to drag people up to meet us was um, if you knew the secret password, we would give you a prize. So people would come up to the booth, and they'd have to whisper in my ear, Tim Palenti has a hairy back. <laughs> I like it. Right. Oh he deserves it. And all of these people just start flowing up, and they're like, Tim Palenti has a hairy back. <laughs> Wait, maybe he does. I've that, never seen I'm him like, without a shirt. Here's a T-shirt for you. <laughs> I've never seen Tim without a shirt. Tim and my mother were really good friends. Really? Except for my mother was a way, way hard Democrat. Yeah. And they, she, he would wait on her hand and foot, and then she'd go, I love you, but I'd never vote for you. <laughs> my mother is yeah. like, okay, whatever. we got to take a break here already. Time's yeah, flying God, by. You're busting your ass. <laughs> you know. Are you like my new strategy? <laughs> yeah, it's a new strategy. Low here, effort, Tom. high reward. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One thing about ra- that I've learned about radio people hanging out with you guys, if you don't have anything to say, just don't yeah. say a word because they will never go more than two seconds without Can't saying something. Can't stand dead air. True. There's yeah, no it's, dead it's air. It's a conditioned response that. to dead air. Yeah, you got to say something. There is that. We'll be right back. By now you've all heard me talk about MyPillow and how it's literally changed my life. My friend Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, fit me for my very own MyPillow, and I haven't stopped raving about them since. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape. Made in the USA. If you don't have a MyPillow or know someone who doesn't, now is the time. Because for a limited time, Mike is offering his premium MyPillows, yes, the one that started it all, for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen-size premium MyPillow for $29.98, regularly $69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more, by the way. Folks, now is the time to buy. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, but they are the best Christmas gifts ever. $29.98 for a queen-size premium MyPillow. Buy now, and Mike will extend his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Square and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. Tom Bernard with the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski, who just so happens to be a very good friend of mine. If you're trying to get me to give you some shots on the golf course next time, it's not going to work, Tom. 
Well, it was worth a shot. So, from refinancing your home to small business loans or just a new checking account, you are a locally owned community bank. So what does that mean to folks listening, Michael? We take pride in individually crafted and customized solutions for your business with quick response times to all our customers, Tom. If you're tired of talking to pre-recorded voices and the wait times that can be forever, we answer the phone in Roseville, Edina, Hastings, Woodbury, and Shoreview. Plus, if it's important for your banker to know who you are, that's us, because we're your neighbor. So you're easy to find in a place people can trust. I learned that from personal experience, you know. Next year, I'll give you a couple shots on the front nine. Well, who am I to say no? Why not bank with my family's banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Now we're talking. We just had a little vote here uh, in the studio while we are off the air about uh, who, is, who has the biggest prick cousins of anybody on earth, and Michael Bryant won. He won ding da ding 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 <laughs> <laughs> But we can't tell you who his cousins are. So never we mind. can't? I suppose you could, but I don't, do you think he wants that out there? Well, he told although, you. Although the state of Minnesota <laughs> is probably a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Cuomo brothers are his cousins. Really? That's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, my cousins are all dead or in prison, so I don't have to worry about it. Yet, so it all works out. They're all North Side guys, so what the hell, you know? My it cousins all are all named Whitefoot. 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 Huh? Where's so where's the name? Where where are they from originally? Well, Nebraska. I mean, there was a lot of Indian stuff going on that way. Are they, are they Native, Native American? Americans? If that way you want to call it, yeah. You know, JB to this day insists that he's part Blackfoot Indian. I said, no, really? you're not. Just because you're black and your feet are black <laughs> yeah, doesn't yeah. mean you're a Blackfoot Indian. <laughs> Jesus. Settle down, you pill. <laughs> well, you never know. Well, he might be. I suppose he could be. It, it's all true. Do you ever talk about cars during Car Selling Secrets? No. we have it. No. <laughs> That's we good. can if you want. Yeah. Every Doug, once in a while we do a car episode. Get off your ass and do your job. Let's go. <laughs> I, there's no you have no point. interest? <laughs> I, there's no point in me talking. We've got a couple weeks of non-car uh, stuff ahead of us. This is really weird. So Ryan Winkler and Pat Garofalo are supposed to be on a week from today. Mm-hmm. Monday, uh, Ryan says, oh, screwed up. They just called a, se- a special session. We're going to have to you know, reschedule. I'm like, ah, it's too bad. I was looking forward to having both those guys special there. Special session. Garofalo yeah, okay. this morning says, so are we still on for uh, cocktails and lunch afterward, or was that a campaign promise? And they said, well, you know, why, Ryan can't make it, so Not we're going to reschedule. It, yeah. And then Ryan goes, oh, yeah, I got my dates wrong. We'll be there. <laughs> so they are coming yeah, they are Thursday. Coming. Oh, God, Ryan. What a de- <laughs> Ryan, if you're listening, you're a moron. <laughs> God. He's the House Majority Leader in the state of Minnesota. And he's still a moron. Yeah. And no, he went I, to Harvard. One of those Harvard really morons. Really yeah. morons. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Although I can't say that because your dad taught there. So I know. Mind. It's kind of strange when you talk to politicians, especially at this time in, in the world, you know, because yeah. people are so completely polarized. Mm-hmm. For That's example, the good thing I, about these two guys, though. They're not. They're one's not. a Republican, one's a Democrat. Which is great. We, we had them on individually. Ryan's been on a couple of times, and we were talking, I think it was about October. It's like, hey, would you guys want to come in and do the post-election deal? Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Cool. And they said, well, let's do it just in case this goes on a little longer than we think. Why don't we have it, like, towards Thanksgiving? <laughs> oh, what? Winkler's like, it'll be over Tuesday night. I'm like, yeah. mm, Apparently not. I don't know about that. Right. <laughs> Tuesday, January 21st or right. something. When the popular vote uh, was announced in most states, mm-hmm. uh, and it was becoming apparent that 
Donald Trump was not going to have as many votes right. and as many uh, you know, uh, electoral college votes and stuff like that. I was just thinking to myself, I can't wait to see what Saturday Night Live does with this. Oh, God. Okay? I guess that Jim Carrey was amazing. Jim Carrey was fun. And, That's what I know, heard. And they put him on with... Uh, you know, uh, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Right. It's pretty good. And then somebody said the other day, it's like, okay, now are we going to have Jim Carrey on Saturday Night Live every week for like four <laughs> years? Yeah, that's the question, yeah, isn't it? For four years, they might. Do you think he'd do it? I don't know. Maybe how much they're paying. Uh, I haven't seen the ratings. I, you know, this is something I used to do. I used they're to good. get ratings uh, emailed to me every single oh, day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, for television, and the reason I did that is I wanted to know what our listeners were maybe watching. Sure, and I became Absolutely. I was like the rain man of ratings, which was kind of weird because I have no mathematical skills. <laughs> you got a pencil, a piece of paper, you're yeah. fine. Don't worry about it. No, but I would always go into my boss's office every Tuesday because that was what I called report card day to see what the ratings were. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we'd go through that. And uh, Saturday Night Live, I think, over the years had huge ratings and then right. you know, smaller ratings depending on the cast. The current cast, I like most of them. There was a period of time that I completely tuned Saturday Night Live out. Yeah, I couldn't watch <laughs> yeah. it. And then there were other times that I couldn't wait to watch it. I you love the, new, the, we, the current weekend update guys. Oh, they're, they're great. great together. Colin Michael Jost Che. And Michael Che. Yeah. Colin Yost. Well, he's married to that homely, what's her name? Yeah. Scarlett Scarlett Everybody's yeah. got to take one for the team <laughs> yeah, every exactly. once in a while. What a homely and, woman you're married to there, and Colin. I can't he's a think nice guy, of a skit that I've seen Keenan Thompson and that I didn't like. No. He's yeah, Keenan so Thompson's funny. funny, too. He's really And good. he's been doing it his whole life since yeah. all that. I mean, you yeah. probably grew up with that, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. He was way back in the day. Keenan and Cal. Keenan and Cal was a great show. Yeah. I loved watching that show. What was your favorite Saturday Night Live bit ever? Uh, It had to be Billy Crystal. Was it? I I love Billy Crystal's and Christopher Guest. Those guys together. And then that's, have you ever seen, um, what the hell's the name of that movie that I just love where the guy moved to... A gay man moves to a t- small town so he can get the theater going. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, waiting for, waiting for Guffman. Waiting for Guffman. Guffman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Corky St. Clair. Corky St. Clair. <laughs> and at the end, one of these city councilmen decides that he's now gay. <laughs> and he's in the front row and he goes, Corky! <laughs> it's hilarious. It's really funny. I love the Dan Aykroyd, Jane Curtin bit where he was, uh, he had a, d- a bunch of different ones, but the gag was the same. He was a manufacturer that made Made really dangerous stuff for kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny, Johnny Human Torch. Right. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I was a big fan of the, now with Alec Trebek, the Jeopardy skits. Because yeah. oh, every single person that would be in those was amazing. Did you guys ever sit in a room with Daryl Hammond? I have not. No. He is a bizarre human being. You know, I just saw a documentary Ooh. about him, and he oh, yeah. he had a tough upbringing. He and his certainly dad did. Effed him up, and wow. Yep. Oh yeah, really been in bad. and out of mental hospitals, and yep. it, 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 it's hard to watch, but it's really kind of riveting. My favorite was Sweaty Balls. Sweaty Balls <laughs> was very fun. That was one. Alec Baldwin, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah that Alec was. Baldwin, yeah. yeah. How could you get through that without cracking? <laughs> oh, oh, impossible. That, uh, that was oh, good. Oh God, you're talking about some great television there uh, is it that good i've watched it in years now is it any good i heard that uh 
that Dave Chappelle was phenomenal. I heard that was, you. That, was, that was really good. They had him do like 15 minutes of stand-up to kick the show off yeah. rather than have him in a bunch of skits. Did he really drop the F-bomb like three times? He dropped the N-bomb a bunch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's Dave Chappelle yeah, right he there. He does not care. No, oh, Lauren Michaels in the back on. He's gold, though. Uh, so apparently SNL scored big ratings with Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. They're going to 2.62. Oh, that's big ratings now. You know, it's big ratings now. Yep. Oh, TV has got wow. major problems. Yes, don't they? it does. Well, newspapers and broadcast television are almost over. They're they're mm-hmm. teetering on the brink. Yeah, that's nine million viewers. I watched it because the Foo wow. Fighters were on. The Foo Fighters are my favorite. I rock love band. Foo Fighters. They're I think phenomenal. Dave Grohl. Have you ever talked to Dave Grohl? Yeah, great guy. God, I want to meet him so bad. Yeah, great. He's guy. gonna be on next week. Oh crap! <laughs> He's uh, on Card Selling Secrets. Exactly. Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. I don't know. I don't. Oh, drive Dave Grohl. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I thought you said Dan. You were talking Dan about Dan Grohl. <laughs> yeah, there you go. His cousin. <laughs> An implement dealer from Wasika. His okay, cousin. so uh, who's your favorite rock band, Tom? I still can't get past the Beatles. I yeah. can't. I just can't. I we was 13. To, I was 11 when they broke. We were listening to Get Back last night at about 1 a.m. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like all kinds of music, mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, you know, mostly rock. But I don't frown on country like a lot of people. No, do. I don't either. I, I am getting to be a bigger country fan the older I get. Last night was the CMAs. I watched that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I posted for Veterans Day online, courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue by Toby Keith. Which I think is one of the, you know, just a great American song. And few songs make me cry. That one does. I used to cry at the Wild Games when they had that stupid video, <laughs> right, where, where you could see Minnesota transforming from summer into winter and right. then uh, the hockey would go. And, you know, I, I'm listening to the song and I'm sitting there going, I'm crying. And people are looking at are me you like. snorting estrogen? What the matter with you? I don't know. But I used to have great seats for the Wild. I was. Yeah. I, I actually, I was right next to one of the Hubbard family that had season tickets right next to me, so I always had to be careful what I would say, because they're my employer. Right. And, that, you know. Yeah, well, it'd be good if you didn't run them into the ground <laughs> while they're sitting there. And they were, and uh, it was Rob, and he would always... Oh, you know, Rob's a great guy. Buy, he'd buy food for everybody. We had so much yep. fun at these games, so sitting there, uh, you know, watching the game, and uh, uh, I was right behind the bench on the blue, on the... Uh, the blue line on the red line. What's the one in the middle? I'm having a moment. That's the red line. Red, red line. line. Yeah, it was right on the red line. line. Yeah. And uh, you could hear the players. And back when Derek Bugard was there. And, oh yeah. You know. Uh, but because I couldn't take my wheelchair down the steps anymore, unless I wanted to yeah, like, right. cause a YouTube event. <laughs> right. That would be fun True. to see. Uh, I ended up uh, having to change seats. And I ended up selling my season tickets. Yeah. I tell you, I want you talking about country songs. I, God damn Alan Jackson, that song, Remember When. I cannot listen to that oh, song that's without a tearing good up. Song. That's so funny. Oh. I, right, I heard that song on either Wednesday or Tuesday after the election. Oh. And I'm sitting there driving in my car, and I'm thinking, wow, this is just so parallel to everything. It, just, it is. It got me. What that's, a great song that is. But I tear up every time I listen to it. Yeah. Because it's about him cheating on his wife. It is, yeah. And I've never done that, and I don't want to do that, but that's not why I tear. It's just so sad how remorseful he is for what he did and the, the guitar in the background oh, is so God, slow it's it is just wonderful. perfect it's a great song 
My mother was a big, big country fan. A big, gigantic country fan. And Don Williams, another guy. That some bitch can sing. <laughs> Huge man. voice. Oh, what a great singer. And you also, I mean, you're a big fan of Linkin Park, too. Yeah, I love uh, Linkin Park. You used to say that a lot, so you can go love all the way from Don Park. Williams to Linkin Park. Yeah. <laughs> That's what a hell of a road right yeah. there. They should travel together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, let's see. The Don Williams opening for Lincoln Park. <laughs> no. That's going to be a problem. That would be pretty awesome, though. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. All of I'm a big Metallica fan. Just I just admire the hell out of them. They put together this deal that nobody else had ever done, and it's really good. I got the chance to meet uh, Metallica. Oh, yeah. They opened for Guns N' Roses, and they played Mile High Stadium in Denver. And oh, I, sure. you know, was on the air, so I got you know backstage passes and all that stuff. And uh, I, I, when Guns N' Roses comes out, Axel sings about half of the first song. Then he walked off the stage, went and got in the limo, and left. The whole stadium, <laughs> seventy thousand people. He just left. What? Okay. Axel Rose, and, baby. And so Slash is just playing, and they're trying to improvise because they got to now fill. Right. Yep. <laughs> and. <laughs> What ends up happening is the uh, rock and roll promoter out there, his name was Barry Fay. He was a big deal. Uh, Fay went and got in the limo and took a gun and put it to Axel's head. Holy Hannah. And told him, if you don't go back and finish the show, it'll be your last day on earth. Holy Christ. And the next thing you know, Axel's back on stage. Yeah, he's still alive. That's yeah. a good thing. And then we got to meet Metallica backstage afterwards, uh, James Hetfield. Great. Nice guy. Yep. It was great. It was a lot of fun. Lars. I yep. never got uh, Guns N' Roses. I, I think he's absolutely horrible without singer. talent. Yeah. I he's agree with that terrible. 100%. I think he's a terrible singer. <laughs> that warbling shit. I hate, that. I hate that so much. All right. We got to take My God, it's time is flying by. We got to take a break again. All right. We'll be right back after this exciting announcement. God, you're working so hard. I know. <laughs> Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is the equal opportunity employer. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. We're back with this exciting episode in which Doug takes a break. Yeah. Again. <laughs> Sits back, puts his hands up. You're unbelievable. Have fun, guys. Yes, why don't you talk about whatever you'd like to talk about, you guys. You're unbelievable. No, I mean, I think it's very good for people to understand there are three radio guys in this room, and we all get along. Unlike every other job, apparently, in the world, for Christ's sake. 
I just, I really wish this whole unity thing would work out, but it's not going to. No, it's no. Car guys are like that too. I mean, I've got friends. That's true. That is Luther, true. David and Luther and Paul are really good friends, but it doesn't mean that they don't want to kick each other's ass no. all the time too. No, that's exactly right. We ran a promo. Oh boy, this was eleven years ago. Remember the Price Detective? Oh yeah, sure. I got in. Yeah. Big, I got in big trouble with that one. Uh oh. Paul came into my office and he goes, "What did you say on the radio?" And I said, "Well, I don't remember exactly, but um, he goes, yeah, well, and David Luther is a very religious person. He's a Christian, and he goes, David Luther, I just got off the phone with him, and I've never had anybody swear at me and quote Bible verses at the same time." <laughs> <laughs> David Lucifer, yeah, yeah. trying to change yep. his name. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't know that. I know Danny really well, and I think the world of Danny, the great guy. I've only met him once, and he's not. You know, David runs the company. I think right. Danny yeah, he does absolutely. St- yeah. Went off and took his money and went and played golf, from what I can tell. But. Spends more time on the golf range than any living human. He's always hitting balls on the range. Yeah. It's amazing. Not today. No, he's not hitting any balls today. That's very, very true. Last week it's eighty degrees, and this week it's what Eight. twenty-seven. Duh. Yeah, the roads are slippery. I mean, you know, when, they I, was, are. when I was driving yeah. down here, they're pretty greasy, and I haven't driven in snow for a while because I was in Florida last winter. Awesome. Not going this winter. You're COVID. not going to go at all. COVID. I'm too freaked out. I mean, I was yeah, in the hospital I when I was down there, and the medical care down there compared to Minnesota. Yeah, oh, God, no. Yeah. I mean, here yeah, I feel like, true. you know, I'm okay. You know, and I'm, I have had so many people close to me that have been exposed to COVID. Like, <clears throat> it's happening now. Yeah, all the time. it does seem to be gathering It, it used to be where I didn't even know anybody that knew anybody. <laughs> and then it was, oh, did you hear? And then there was a couple of radio people get it. Uh, you know, the, I was exposed to it myself yeah. with someone at my work. Oh, you were? Yeah. But, I mean, I didn't. I tested negative, and, you know, it was just for a few minutes in the room, so I had to yeah. go get the protocol quarantine for a little bit, but I was fine. The uh, One of the people that I work with, her name is Ginger Grace. She's awesome. Ginger Grace? Ginger Grace. I like it. Uh, she is a, a healthcare worker that visits me daily, tries to keep me upright. And uh, she, the other night, uh, was exposed to COVID outside at a fire pit. Oh, yeah. No mass. Yep. But she started having, you know, certain signs, runny nose, a little bit of a cough. So they tested her, and a test came back negative. But they said, well, wait a minute. You can test too quickly. Yeah, that's So you right. have to take yeah. another test. Yeah. So no ginger grace for me today. Well, let me ask you a question, Moon. So when they come out with a vaccine, are you going to get it? I have asked my neurologist that, and uh, he said that we are not going to rush into that until we find out right. what it's going to do to people. Because there's a lot of times where the medicines uh, do worse things to you than the disease, right? I, I guess you get a hangover from this. That's yeah. what everybody's talking about. You get a hangover from the vaccination. How can you tell? I don't know. Okay. Great to see you, Doug. Yeah, I don't know. I I finally do know three people that had it. I didn't know anybody for the first nine, ten months. Me too. And now I know three people that have it. Well, I am not going to go to Florida where they have four times the cases. Yeah. I was there for Mardi Gras. I was there for spring break. All of that, you know, Trump and DeSantis are good buddies. Yeah, yeah. And uh, everything was left open still today. And I had a friend just go to Panama Beach, uh, Panama City Beach last week. Uh, and and I said, well, what's it look like down there? And he said, 15% of people wearing masks, if that. If that. Yep. Right? And it's just spreading like crazy. I mean, last night we had 22 ICU beds in this town available. 22. It- 
That's it. That's it. Yeah, and yeah, that, I mean, can, that can change pretty quick. Right now, if you're in Minnesota, why wouldn't you want to wear a mask? It's more com- it's, it's warmer. Yeah. yeah. You know, why wouldn't you want to wear a mask now? It's colder. Thermal mask. Yeah. That's a good idea. Here's another way you and I can make money, Tom. A thermal mask, baby. <laughs> Tom and I need to just hang out and come up with whacked out ideas. I don't think that's so whacked out, people. It, it does keep your face warmer. Yeah, it does. Your own breath might not smell that great. <laughs> That's the way life is. <laughs> Do you know those uh, roads uh, signs like electronic billboards? Yes. Yeah. That was my idea. <laughs> I sat in a meeting with a bunch of corporate guys from iHeartMedia. Where's the do-re-mi? Let's go. Well, yeah. Well, I talked to them about this idea where if you wanted to advertise, uh, you could do that with a JPEG file. In certain markets, you just, you know, because they can't be moving videos. So you just take a JPEG file and you could broadcast Chevy trucks, you know, in Seattle, Washington Mm -hmm. from 10 to 2 for this rate or whatever. And I came, oh, it's a great idea, but the projection systems are way too much money. Fast forward 10 years. You know, now you can buy a TV, like an 85-inch TV for yeah. 250 bucks. <laughs> I don't know right? about 250 yeah, Not that much. but So anyway, because the projection screens are so much cheaper, yeah. now they're out there, and I drive by those things, and I hate my miserable life every time I see one. <laughs> I don't know that you have a miserable life. Yeah, you... <laughs> I've met your wife. I think you're fine. No, I'm fine. Was it Clear Channel that started selling those up here? Yes. I Clear remember. Channel, outdoor Media. Paul yeah, Walzer Outdoor Media, right. is usually very reserved and... Doesn't get super excited. I mean, he's an interesting guy, but that's just sort of his affect. Mm-hmm. He got pitched on those things. He dragged all the general managers together, and it was like he'd seen God. Yeah. He was like, this really? is going to be great. What does everybody think? I, I want your honest opinion. Isn't this great? And it's like, how do you say, okay, it's a million dollars, Paul. It's kind of a lot of money for billboards. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. It is a lot. It was a lot. And, and at effective. first they were kind of controversial because there were a lot of cities that didn't like them. And was that, that was, had to be what? 2005 or 6 something like that yeah. yep there goes another big stack of money yeah, <laughs> what are you going to do I heard you want to do billboards with your arms stretched out to the side <laughs> but somebody else beat you to it that's what I've heard <laughs> that's right oh I know that guy too I do too <laughs> I had another uh, brilliant idea I came up with uh, the fact that when I was hung over I would always turn my pillow to the cold side of mm-hmm. the, Sure. I'd flip it because my face was burning up with alcohol yeah. right <laughs> And so uh, I'm thinking, why not come up with a pillow that's cool, right? Mm -hmm. And so I got together with a couple of inventors, and we worked for a while uh, and got it all ready. And then once we were ready to, you know, market it and do all that, uh, we had a lawyer look at everything. And the lawyer says, well, what happens if the, you know, the uh, refrigeration malfunctions and somebody gets frostbite in their face? You're Mm going to get sued. And I'm like going, seriously? He goes, oh, yeah, people look for things to sue about. Oh, do they ever. Right? And I'm like going, so what, what do we do now? And he goes, he goes, well, you know, we can come up with some kind of a uh, disclaimer you have to sign when you buy one. I mean, there's, you know, different ways we might be able to get this done. Mm-hmm. And I go, well, how much is that going to cost me? Because billable right, hours. Right. Right? And so the next thing you know, he gives me a figure, and I'm like, I'm out. You know, I don't want to sit there and fight this forever. It's only three, four hundred grand yeah. in legal fees. Don't worry about it. So two years later, Stacy and I are on the air, and there's a uh, a website that offers novelty Christmas items. Guess which one is on there? The oh, Chillo. Oh, the God. Chillo. Oh, that's right. Oh, no. The Chillo. The that's Chillo. Right. 
And now that I don't drink, I don't need it as often. I was going to say, it didn't occur to you just to drink less. So what did you drink when you drank? My last drink, I remember very well, I drank a fifth of Captain Morgan out of a big gulp glass with no mix. Oh. I just powered through it. Was it a quart? It was was a a quart. I think a fifth and a quart, pretty close. Yeah, pretty close. And I drank all that. Four fifths of a quart. And uh, after that, I could not find my way home. Mm-hmm. And I was driving. And as a matter of fact, I couldn't find the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> That's drunk. <laughs> and you're living kind, where, then? They're kind of big. Denver. You couldn't find the Rocky I Mountains find in the Denver. Rocky Mac- yeah, that's how drunk I was. Okay. So I get gonna home. going to be a problem. <laughs> I get home. I pull. Uh, well, I was going to try to hit the driveway, but I hit the yard instead. And all of my things were out in the yard. My... Uh, first ex-wife uh, threw them all out. She threw them out the window. And she said, you're out of here. And I said, please, what can I do? She goes, you go to rehab right now. So I said, well, you better drive. <laughs> <laughs> right? Get a DUI on the way to, to, it, to rehab. Dry. Right? So how long I ago was love this? It. When did this happen? Uh, that was, I believe, in 88. 88? Wow. Yeah. October 4th of 88. When did you stop drinking for good? October 4th. So oh, that's, that's the day. It's been that's that long. It. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. The Almost first... exactly two years after I was born. Yeah. yeah I've exactly. been dry a long time. Yeah. Um, I remember my first day in rehab. This was awesome. Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I have like an people. awesome rehab story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome rehab. It's a good place to go to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> so I go in and nobody's really there and I hadn't been admitted yet. They just said, well, you can sit in this you know, gathering room. And uh, in there, there was a refrigerator and just a couple tables. And this incredibly hot blonde walks in. And she goes, hey, she goes, uh, nice to meet you. Why are you here? I said, well, my wife thinks I drink too much. I didn't think that I drank too much. <laughs> my wife thinks that I drink too much. Love it. And I said, well, why are you here? She took her pinky and stuck it in this side of her nose and out oh! that side of her oh. nose. A little too much Coke? Yeah. The cocaine yeah. corroded oh. away her uh, yeah. septum. Yep. And I thought, this is going to be the best 28 days ever. <laughs> oh, man. We're going to have stories to tell after this. I literally, by coincidence, just told the story about when I went to rehab eight years ago. Yeah. It was pretty amazing. At the end of it all. That was fun. The At the end of it all, the board... I sit down in front of the board, and they said, okay, Tom, you're through the program. We need to tell you something. You're probably not going to want to hear this, but it's the truth. You don't have an alcohol problem. You're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. basically, the awesome. the alcohol brings out the craziness in you. You keep it under control when you're not drunk, but when you get drunk, I, I, a lot of anger comes problem. out when I, when I drink. A lot of it. They used to say uh, that... I was allergic to alcohol. It made me break out. Yeah. In. Break out windows, break out teeth. <laughs> so, yeah. I so had a good friend who, <clears throat> he claimed that it God. caused him to break out in DWIs. Yeah. <laughs> break out DWIs, absolutely. Have you had one? I've never had one. I've no. never had one either. I had one, and then a few months later, I hit a tree with a car, and I left the scene of the accident. And uh, it was weird because it was in my hometown, 
and I just left the car wrapped around the tree. Well, they look up the license plate, and then they go to the house of the owner. That's correct. And there I am, drunk and with black eyes and, you know, all that stuff. And it happens to be the cop uh, that we used to beat up when he was a sophomore in high school. He was, you know, that one kid everybody picked on. He turned out to be a cop. Oh, no. And I think, I'm going down. (laughs) You got major problems. Here we go. Another bail round. You know, by coincidence, again, we were talking about, Zepp was talking about a guy this morning, hit a tree, got out of the car, took off the license plate, and went home. Apparently doesn't realize there's a VIN number in every vehicle. <laughs> yeah, I was going to yeah. say. I don't know if you know this or not, but there's a VIN number in there. Well, so you could have just left those plates on there. That got, would have been fine. <laughs> I got drunk on New Year's Eve one time, and I rolled my car, and it went over onto its side. Ooh. So it wasn't on the wheels. It was just on the side of the car. And I remember I saw a light off in the distance outside of Omaha because I couldn't find Omaha. Okay, but, well, it's not in the Rocky Mountains, I will tell you that. <laughs> That's right. You're not there related to Columbus, are you? No. <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm yeah, looking for Haiti. India. So I, uh, I walked towards the light, and I'm pretty intoxicated at this point, and they had two pit bulls. It was a farm. Ooh. And so now I'm running the other direction, Ooh. and I go, and the I can see the dogs coming. I push my car. I rock it until it tips back over, right? It was really? just a, it was a Toyota Starlet. These cars are about as big oh, yeah. as this table. Mm. It was very small. Little three cylinder. Yeah, yeah, I remember those. Yeah, cars. three yeah. cylinders. Yeah, yeah. I think they were from Australia. That. Is where they made them. The Starlet. Yeah. So I tipped it back over onto its wheels. Dude, radio got guys it. got cool cars. Oh, absolutely. That whole car, brand new, is like four grand. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> the go kart driving around in Nebraska. Look at uh, the time. Great. Look at this. Sponsored by Walzer Automotive Group. Next week we'll be telling more DWI stories. <laughs> Remember, folks, drink and drive. No, actually, don't do that. <laughs> don't it's do not that. a good idea. Yeah, it's not, not a good today. Plan at all. So, thirty-two years off the sauce, though. It's commendable. It yeah, is. It is. Congratulations. You know, uh, my life got way better really fast. You know, I uh, when I was in rehab. You know, they'd have small groups to try to help you to get to know each other and mm-hmm. this and that. And then they'd let all of us inmates, you know, had to exercise. So they'd put us in a bus, take us to the Denver downtown YWCA, and we'd play war ball or dodgeball. Yeah. Right? One of my roommates, uh, I threw a volleyball at him when he was running the other direction. It went underneath his foot as he was running. Oh. He fell, broke his leg. Bone comes through the skin, right? Ooh, that's and not good. They're trying to get this guy picked up and out of there, uh, but guess what? They can't give him any painkiller because he's an addict. Oh right? God! Ends up suing oh. the hospital later. Uh, wow! I got so some... they would have get sued one way or the other. Yeah. They were gonna get sued. <laughs> yeah, man. that's just how it is. Yeah, we're still friends. <laughs> that's how life should go. That's right. Let me break your leg, and we'll see if we still get along. <laughs> That about wraps up our show. We're going to be here forever if we don't say stop. We will be back next week with our post-election political genius show with Ryan Winkler and Pat Garofalo, a Democrat and Republican in the Minnesota State Legislature. Looking forward to it. We'll see you guys all next Thursday. Over and out.